It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's not a fairy fairy tale. And we are coming to you guys from the Zooms since we are in whatever week of the quarantine that we're in. (laughs) Right, girl. (laughs) So, how have you been, Miss Lady? Girl, the struggle is real, honey. You know, I am not a stay in the house kind of girl. If that uh-huh. sun is out, then I am out. Mm-hmm. And when that sun comes out and I have to stay in the house, it's brutal. But you don't have to stay in the house. You can still go on a drive and just, or go somewhere. Like yesterday, we went down to the lake. I mean, it was people there, but you knew everybody was keeping their distance. So, yeah, I just, you know, I, I get real paranoid when they talk about it being the air for three hours. I don't know who done coughed right then, three hours. So, I just be trying to be safe as much as possible. I did get out today, though. Good. I got out and I bre- I was breathing some fresh air at the garden center at Lowe's. Okay. Because, you know, I love my plants. So I had to do something that made me feel like a human. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't touch anything. I just watched some. I just picked out stuff for somebody else to buy for their yard. Okay. So she's working on digging holes right now, I guess. Well, that's good. That's the best way to spend money when you pick out stuff and somebody else buys it, you know? That's true. That's true. Yes. Um, Yeah, I've been hanging out. I actually went out since the weather broke a little bit, which I'm so glad. Um, I cleaned off my patio and cleaned off the cushions and everything for the seating. And I just been sitting out there. I actually started reading um, A Song for You by Robin Crawford on Whitney Houston. And it's been, like, I'm still, like, I I think I just finished the first chapter. And it's, it's good so far. So... I must continue to do that and get my nerves right to be a teacher and start my new job this week. So yes, congratulations with your new start date at the office. Yes, yes. I picked up my oh, well, your oh, office yeah. downstairs actually. Yes. <laughs> like you're not going far. Not at all. Not at all. So, so I picked up my equipment and um put it together so I'll be talking to help desk tomorrow to get all set up yes so as I have also been working from home Mm -hmm. I always thought like it's so comfortable to get up and not put on anything and just kind of lounge around Mm -hmm. but it changes everything Mm -hmm. so I don't know if you had planned on like actually getting up and dressing like you're gonna go to work but it does make a difference Okay, well, I know I'm going to be having some um, chats with my boss, so I was going to at least put on a nice shirt and do something with my face. And some pajama pants, yeah. The bottom, I mean, I just think that it it makes you feel different when you are dressed Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you put on some earrings, like something, maybe some lip gloss, because it's like when when you're dressed, for me, this is from my experience, when I didn't get up, like I started getting up, making my bed. I stayed in my same normal routine and showered and put clothes on and not just like leggings and a t-shirt. Because mm-hmm. leggings and a t-shirt just, it, I didn't work as fast. 
But if I had on work clothes, it was like in my mind, it's like, oh, well, you're in work mode. Get this done. I, I don't know for me if it's going to make a difference because we had a very dressed down policy oh, where yeah, I came true. from. So it, 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 I worked the same way either way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So while we're talking about work, um, we're going to talk about the second part um, of our career um, pods, I guess. Um, and this is going to be on um, working with a career coach. Um, so like I've mentioned before, I um, was down about not getting a previous position that I applied for. It threw me into a depression. And once I started to come out of that, I was like, okay, well, what can I do to move this along? So from there, it led me to searching for a career coach. Um, because I felt since I had been in the position that, that I had been for a while, pretty much for the bulk of my career, and I knew I wanted to make a transition into something else, I felt like that I needed the help of a professional to help me to bridge this gap with my skill set and, you know, what I wanted to do going forward. Um, so um, the article that we're going to go over today is off of bustle.com um, and it is 15 signs you need a career coach according to experts. And I feel like anybody especially us as black women we need to utilize career coaches because we don't make as much money because we're right. not negotiating our salaries we stay kind of stuck in the same positions we like uh, we don't move forward because it's like we kind of don't have the guidance um and i'm not saying everybody because there are plenty of other black women who are like killing it in the game but for us regular folks <laughs> you we were taught you go to college you get a job and you stay in a job it's like kind of where we are with our generational in betweenness of the millennials and the gen what's the gen, gen, gen x yeah so um, I feel like it is very necessary to have a career coach to straight out of college when you're making transitions. You need a career coach even when you are in the position that you want to be in to help to guide you and, you know, make sure you're holding you accountable to doing the things that you need to do to move forward um, right. within your position or your company. So um, the first sign from Bustle is um, just explaining what exactly does a career coach do. Um, so a career coach is a source of guidance for you. Um, they can guide you through milestones of picking a career, switching a career, um, helping you to dwindle down what you really want to do, um, as well as um, give if you don't have any ideas if you're like oh i don't know what i want to do they give you that you know they pull from your skill set and say hey have you ever been interested in dot 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 this right. skill set fits with this um mm -hmm. because that's what kind of on your journey if you're going to share that how you your coach kind of pretty much opened your eyes up to something that you weren't thinking about doing but looked at your skill set and was like have you ever thought about this so exactly. you may want to share that if you hadn't planned on sharing that. Before. Yes. So um, in my 
before I found the career coach that I chose, I it is very important that you interview at least you know, three to five different coaches, because some of them may not be in your budget. Some of them may not offer you what you're really looking for. You, It's also a relationship that you have to build. It's almost like a therapist for your career. So you have to have a good relationship. Um, so I talked to may, like maybe four, four, four to five different coaches. Um, and even from the ones that I didn't choose, I gained a lot of insight in our initial consultations. So they're going to ask you, make sure they're asking you like what you want to do. What does your dream job look like? Why do you want to make this transition? You know, what are you looking for? Um, and from the first two that I consulted with, the, one of the main points they want you to do is kind of they're either going to help you dwindle down what you want to do, or if you already know it, they're going to throw out suggestions on, you know, how you can marry your skill set with what you're trying to do. So um, from that, when I found the career coach that I, you know, found, she, we had a good relationship. She knew what I was looking for and she was within my budget. Mm -hmm. Um so what they're going to do is, again, help you figure out what you want to do. They're going to, they're supposed to help you get your resume together. Mine wrote up a couple of different versions of my resume. They are to get a cover letter together for you, as well as get your LinkedIn profile together for you. And on top of that, they give you like, you know, they they look at your skill set because you're going to talk to them like you would talk to anyone else and they are just picking what you're saying not only to write up an updated resume for you but to also find out you know what 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 you want to do versus your skill set right so um from talking with my career coach like she was like oh well this sounds like because I knew at that point I had dwindled down what I wanted to do I wanted to get in I have a, a MBA in human resources so I was like oh I want to either get in there human resources training or recruiting like those are my top three and she was like okay since I know that that makes it easier and for you, it's going to be easier because when you start looking for these jobs, you're going to dwindle it down to these keywords. So she gave me a lot of keywords to look for. She also um, was like, well, hey, I think this will be a good fit for you. Like if you were in like a sales consulting role because you, that marries you wanting to train along with your previous, you know, insurance background. So they throw out things for you and also give you tips on like the best job sites to look for. And then they marry in networking. So as long as they have these things also um, in negotiating your salary. So make sure they're checking off all those boxes. Um, so that was, you know, pretty much how my journey started. So she walked me through it. We also went through interviewing tips. Um, like I really, it not only helps you build confidence, um, because you've practiced the interviewing, um, you've went over what you've researched about the companies that you're looking for. Um, it, it just helps you to hone down 
quality job leads and not applying to any and everything and then being upset that no one is calling you back. When I got specific, that's when I started seeing results and that's what the career coach helped me to do. So the first sign that you need a career coach is that you are not happy at work. Um, and it should be pretty obvious, mm -hmm. but, um, what'd you say? I said, yes. And it normally is very obvious when you're not happy at work. Yes. Yes. So we going back. If you're dreading Monday, um, if you're hating the alarm clock, which I, I hate the alarm clock. You know, if I'm happy or not, <laughs> cause I want to get up when I want to get up. <laughs> you know, I took all the clocks out of my house. Oh gosh. Okay. That's I have a problem on the stove and on the microwave in the kitchen. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's what I have, the microwave and the stove and my phone. Right. And then, like, in a bedroom, no. Because I feel like I live on a 30-minute on a schedule five days a week. So when I'm off from work, I don't want to necessarily look at a clock. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why I have to leave 30 minutes after you say you want your way. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You maybe just have to send me like a reminder. <laughs> so yeah, I'm bad about that. <laughs> it's not my thing. But yeah, like you dread going to work. You don't want to be there. Mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not purposeful for you to just like be in that position. You know when it's time to go. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows when it's time to go. But a lot of people are just stuck. They're afraid to move. Mm-hmm. They are. They are. Find something better. It's it's the fear of the unknown, I think. It is. And that's again why I enjoyed working with the career coach because even when I was interviewing what interviewing other career coaches, they all were like, because I was like, I want to stay in the same industry. I ended up staying in the same industry, but uh, obviously doing something different. But they were like, your skill set can transfer to a lot of different in industries. Have you looked into look going into tech? Have you looked into going into healthcare? Like your skills are transferable. So don't feel like you have to stay stuck in the same industry. And that was like really eye-opening for me. It was like, mm -hmm. ah, people would want me outside of insurance, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you have like a broad range of degrees. Mm -hmm. like you have a large skill set. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, pretty much the world was open up for you. I mean, yeah. you can apply to be a physician or anything, but there's a lot of times when we get so stuck in where we are that that sometimes hinders us from growth. Exactly. So yeah. that's one thing that I can say from me watching your experience with the job coach, the, her bringing that to your light and you taking heed to it and now look at you exactly you also have to open up yourself yes as an individual and not be afraid to try something different exactly yes 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 so um number two on bustle is you you know you are not doing a job you love but it's a paycheck so i know all of us have been there like we like look i just need this check to pay my bills but i'm i'm not in this 100 <laughs> percent. exactly yes um Let's and then another thing is you need help getting a raise. Mm -hmm. You need help getting a raise. Yes. Um, almost everyone has been there. You love your job. You put in a lot of time. You do the grunt work, and they're not wanting to pay you. Mm -hmm. 
And then you have someone that starts off maybe even under you that comes in the door making more money than you. That's not good. Mm-hmm. And so a career coach can help you, like you said, with the negotiation mm-hmm. of your salary or even getting a promotion mm-hmm. and help build the confidence for you to ask for whatever it is that you want. Yes. And that'll get you through it. Yes. And then like negotiation for your salary does not always include money. Some companies are smaller companies. They may not have the budget to give you the money, but they can do it in other perks. So that could be more vacation time or they can put you into like a bonus program or they can put you into like some extra some extra money on your 401k like it's other things that you can negotiate outside of salary that's always going to be number one but if if it's a company that you like and you you know definitely want them to value you they can value you in different ways yeah and i mean it could even be an added perk could be something as simple as working from home one or two days a week yes yeah like that's amazing, especially if you live in a big city with really bad traffic. Mm-hmm. That adds years and time back to your life. Mm-hmm. And I know so, I did like a phone screen with Lyft for a position, and they were nowhere near what I needed money wise. But she was, she tried to play it up with other perks. She was like, you know, we have an open office, it's very laid back and relaxed. We have an open kitchen, you get a transportation expense. Like she named off things that they could offer me, you know, outside of salary. So, and I appreciated that, but I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> you still got bills. You got to yeah. pay. <laughs> I remember we talked about that because I found out after I applied for it and that you had applied for and you was getting an interview. And I was like, well, I'm glad you know the perks because I don't want to do that now, but mm-hmm. it's worth the look into. Yeah. 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 Um, another reason you may want to get a coach is you're not getting promoted or advancing in your career. So the good thing about that is you have an outside person um, that can really pick apart and talk to you about work, your skill set, what you plan on doing or what you would like to do. And they can, you know, be the person to call you out on your bullshit. You know, <laughs> they can say, okay, it's obvious you may think you're, you know, doing something great, but from what I can hear, it may not be that great. Or you need to network, like let's work on your networking ability to get you seen to get in get in the role that you want to get in um so they are there to create you know creative ways to push you forward for you to push you forward and it's good that you brought up this whole networking thing Mm -hmm. because that's something new for us for me anyway it may not be for you so much but it's almost like well, how did this person get this position? They knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. Like the majority of the people who applied to be assistant at my agency knew somebody within the organization that asked them to apply for it or told them about the position. It wasn't like, oh, well, I was on Indeed or Career Builder or mm-hmm. LinkedIn. It was none of that. It was like, oh, well, such and such told me about it. Mm-hmm. So you do have to get out there and network and let your friends and family know that you're interested. And there's so many different networking opportunities now that were never really around when we first went into our careers. Yes. That that uh, 
like a job coach can bring to your attention. Most people don't know that you can get on Meetup and go and meet people and network. Like yep. a lot of people don't know about that stuff. Yes. And then it's Meetup is good because especially if you are within a certain industry, it's good to meet people in that. But if you're looking to transition into other industries to get out there, you can find a Meetup in that industry that you may be looking mm -hmm. to get into. So Meetup start is wonderful. Contacts. And start making contacts, exactly. checking in and talking to them. It doesn't have to be just like that one time, but you just check in and say, hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, duh, duh, duh. and don't be afraid. Don't, you can be rejected by people. I think it's easier to be rejected by people you really don't know than to be rejected by somebody that you do know and care about. Exactly. Um, and then another good networking opportunity is through volunteerism. Yeah, a lot of people forget that, but that is a wonderful way because you're meeting someone, you know, trying to do good for someone else. So that will make seem like it will make it easier for them to be open to say, oh, yeah, I got, you know, I know somebody who has this position open or I have this position open, you know, give me a call. So that's another good way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the next one is you forget about your true career goals. We have all, I think a lot of people have done this. Yes. We go to school <laughs> for, you might go to school to be a doctor, but you might end up being, I don't know, you could be working, <laughs> you go to school and spend all that money trying to be a doctor, you end up working in, at the child support office. Like, you have lost sight of your goals. You got to get it back together. Girl, no I thought she was going to say something a little similar, like you went to school to be a doctor, but you no. ended up in pharma. <laughs> no, that's so similar. It's some people like literally went to school for something and they're nowhere near close. Mm -hmm. Nowhere near close. So it happens. We understand that. But like, it's happened to me. <laughs> You originally went to school for, what did you I originally went to for, I, I, My first degree is in marketing. And granted, I've used my business skills, but I mean, I have never worked like in a straight marketing position. Because <laughs> let me tell y'all what happened with this whole marketing thing. And I think you were a part of this clique. Because so far, if I got this added up right, it might be four y'all within my circle of friends who watched Boomerang and everybody wanted to be like, how exactly. there is that what okay. <laughs> Yep. It's for y'all. And y'all are all at my slumber party. I'm just saying. <laughs> Very close friends. So, but everybody is in sales. So it worked. It does work. And so, <laughs> but there's some people that are very far off from yep. what they want to do. But here's my thing. Another point that it doesn't really fit right here at this mm -hmm. point but I like if you let's just say a lot of times we get so caught up I am guilty of this as well get caught up in what we went to college for but I don't think it's anything wrong with after you go to college going to trade school and getting you a trade and being coached through that too no I don't either I mean I don't it's not it it's okay to change your mind like, and that's what I've learned from going to therapy. Like, cause for a while I held on to something so long with my career path and I was talking to my therapist about it. She was like, 
I understand why you had to let that go. And that is fine. You had to do what was best for you. And right. you know, so many people help really hold on to it. And it's like, if it's not serving you, it's okay to move on and do something different. Like right. we are not meant to do the same thing forever. So no. it's okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to the trade school. I'm going to become an electrician. Um, Daria, what do you think about that? I would trust you around electrical currents. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, see, don't discourage me. But anyways, that was clearly a joke. But what I did think about, because I pulled up like um, two year, two year degrees where you can make a certain amount of money, like make over $80,000. And I thought about going back to do something. What was the the job it was like doing something with like chemo like um inputting chemo medicine or radiology the, or something like yeah that. something to that I, thought, I was like shoot I can do that in two years I, I thought about doing dental hygiene though I'm not even gonna lie okay. I mean like doing the whole going the dental route I was like okay well this may this is something a little different but I just don't it's gonna take one time for me to get that one mouth and I'm going to be like, I quit. I hate it here. I'm not coming back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I might want to, you know, I've just kind of been thinking about like maybe going a trade route because mm -hmm. it could be something that I enjoy because at this point in our lives being 40 um, or you're not quite 40 yet. Are you? You're not 40. I got a couple of more weeks. You got a couple more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> So at this point in the 40s, it's almost like this, we need to be on a path towards something, not set in stone, but you need to at least know where you're going at this point. Mm -hmm. Now you can move around and change some things, but you got to have direction at 40. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I think at this point I need to try to hone in on what I want to do so I can be a little bit more settled because I've been, but I've been settled for a long time. So, yeah, maybe yeah. time to shake some things up. Shake some things and move some things around and just figure out where all of this is going to lead me to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the Which next one? Really to the, the next great point is you have anxiety or are nervous about the future. That works really well for me because mm -hmm. I have fear of the unknown. Like, sometimes I'm like, okay. If I leave this job, it's comfortable. Um, I know what to expect to go and work for such and such. And you just don't know your next boss might be like the devil wears Prada, that lady, and like completely ruin your life. So you just don't know about those experiences with this new position that you're going to take. But the job coach can kind of help you put things in perspective and under have a better understanding of yourself and your goals and your actions that will be more aligned with who you are and what you need to be happy. Mm -hmm. Cause mm -hmm. it makes no sense to stay somewhere where you're not happy. Exactly. It, it isn't good for anybody involved. No. Yes. Um, the next one is you don't know what to do with your life. And like I said before, like the career coach can have a good, good conversation with you and take from that like your skill set and just hone in and just throw you out some ideas of what you can do and I will say with the career coach that I chose she has several different packages 
and one package is for the the person who just wants to explore you know what they want to do or or if they don't know what they want to do so there there is a package where she's gonna walk you through that and the package that i chose was for the person who knows you know what they want to do um and then you you know come up with a, a plan from there and I, th that's another thing i like about it is it gives you a plan like when i you know first signed up with her it gave me so much hope like I could see like the light at the end of the tunnel when I mm -hmm. first started working with her I was and it made me going into my old job a lot better because I was like I know in my mind I was like I know in 90 days I ain't gonna be here because I feel I felt that good about it so and then with anxiety too yes when you know a direction that you're going yes and so yeah. just because I, you know, I kind of know a little bit just based on our conversation, but our listeners may not know, but I know that you had, you had kind of interviewed some and they probably gave you a range of prices. So can you mm -hmm. share some insight on like the pricing and what they, what each person kind of offered and how it all relates? Just yeah. a little bit of that information. Um, I first interviewed or, or I first consulted with, um, I think it's, shoot, what's the name of it? I got it in my phone. Um, your career girl coaching. And I really, really wanted to go through them. They were out of my budget. They were in the, the thousands, um, without giving like a, a full disclosure because they may change their prices, but they were in the thousands that was a little steep for me um and and i'll put everything in the show notes um okay i also talked to yeah it was your career girl and i absolutely love them like if i had that money i would have went through them because how they offered it was we had the initial talk um the conversation like the person i talked to like it was just so organic like i knew i wanted to work with her so they you talk with one, a coach one-on-one -on -one. they have like group sessions on how to you know go over your resume your linkedin your cover letter and you know your job searching tools and where to go and all of your career coaches that you consult with should offer these same things um and then i think the program lasted for about four to six weeks um, mm -hmm. I also spoke with Desiree Booker's um, career coaching agency. Again, she was in the thousands as well. She offered the same things. Um, and I like in talking with both of them, like when I went into it, I kept saying, I just want to be realistic. I've done what I've done for so many years. You know, I feel like this is what I can fit into. And both of them were like, why are you limiting yourself? Like you can do way more than what you think you can do. So I really like that. Um, that with Desiree Booker though, if you, um, she's on LinkedIn. Um, she's also on Instagram. If you follow her from time to time, she offers um, like, packages i think i bought one around new year's for like 20 bucks and you can just log in to calls um and and she'll go over like her tips on all of those things and salary negotiations so if you follow these people from time to time they put out things that are reasonably cost but if you want one-on-one -on -one coaching it's, it's a little pricey mm -hmm. <laughs> 
However, you do have to think of it as an investment into yourself. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then the one that I found, Career Benders, she listed, she lists her pricing um, on her website. So again, she has like several different packages. Some of her packages include just doing, redoing your resume or cover letter. Um, mine was the kind of in between where you just really need a strategy if you know what you want to do and make a transition. I ended up paying like $700. That included like four different iterations of my resume since I was looking to get into, again, recruiting, training, um, and um, any HR type roles or mm -hmm. sales consulting, HR sales consulting roles. Um, she, it included a couple of iterations of my cover letter along with her redoing my LinkedIn profile and giving me tips on that down to like my photograph, you know? Wow. Um, she also, you know, included like we had a full on session on again, websites, the most important websites to you do your job search on, on top of going to companies' websites directly and how to utilize LinkedIn and reaching out to the HR people like directly. Cause I did that a couple of times and that actually got me an interview. So mm -hmm. just little things like that. Um, and I put everything in the show notes. It's another person on YouTube who gives good tips as well. And that is free. <laughs> right. um, and I'll put her, I'll put everybody in the show notes. Um, but yeah, so that was, it just depends on your pockets, what you're looking to do. Um, I feel like everybody is really, you know, there to help you is just what you're looking for. That's good information, Daria. Like, I've never even considered to get a career coach, but I feel like at this point in my life, the game has changed so much. And that's why I was like, like I needed one. Yes. So we have to, like, kind of, you know, as you get older, you get out of the, the loop of how things work. I mean, mm -hmm. at least for me anyway. I mean, mm -hmm. like, some of the stuff I, I've heard you talk about or just experienced in life, I'm just like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta invest it in yourself because this, this investment up front now sets up your long term. So yeah, especially if you are getting close to, you know, the thirties, forties, you got these little, little kids coming in there and they're showing us up. Yeah. So we got to make sure that we are prepared for these interviews and knowing what to expect. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So I'll put everything um, in the show notes, including the article. And let's see here. And then we wanted to lighten up the mood a little bit since everybody's been stuck in the house. <laughs> but I've enjoyed being stuck on my patio. <laughs> you know, I've enjoyed being stuck in the on my porch but I have sat in my car and like went out a couple few times mm -hmm. I have checked into work a couple few times to drop off mail and stuff like that that's time sensitive mm -hmm. but pretty much I have been in the house and so I've been singing because I read an article about how it's hard to be unhappy and sing at the same time as you go through this but I have pretty much through this process, I have limited the amount of information that I take in about this situation. Yeah. Because it's too yeah. much for yeah. me. Yes. And I know how you love to be on the, on the socials. <laughs> now, and I'm, 
I'll, I'll still get on there and I'll just skim right through it. If it says something about the virus, I skim through it. I watch the news once a day now. Look at you. Once a day. Mm-hmm. I don't have to get up to drive to work, so I don't have to hear it in the morning. I'm only mm-hmm. listening, only watching it once a day. Now, I do check the numbers to make sure. I'm like, okay, I want to be aware of how it's going up just to be informed. But at the same time, I'm not, I'm not even listening. Okay. I know last week we talked about, we, I don't know if this was an off-air conversation or on-the-air conversation about these press conferences, this state of the country addresses that we're having. Oh, I ain't listen to none of those. I don't listen to him. Okay. If it's so, not Dr. Fossey, I ain't trying to hear it. <laughs> so this, right. So to circle things back, I know we have all had this moment in school where we thought we were prepared for a test. And you get the test and your teacher was, you thought it was going to be multiple choice, Mm -hmm. but it's essay. Mm -hmm. So you have to bullshit your way through this answer. Mm -hmm. And I feel like every day when our president gets up there to address the nation, it's that essay exam that I bullshitted my way through. And it's like, he know, you kind of know a little bit, but not quite enough. And my teachers, like, what the fuck is she talking about? That's how I be feeling listening to it. So I can't do that because I don't feel comfortable that this person's leading me right now. But I, I listen. Has to- he ever led us? No. <laughs> I, I feel comfortable listening to like the 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 Surgeon General, the doctor guy, and then when he's not there, I'm like, where's my homeboy? Where's he at? Did he fire him? Like, what happened? And it's certain people up there that get up there and talk, but like, sometimes I'm just like, I can't, I need, I feel more comfortable listening to the governor speak and Mm. the lower person, lower people on the totem pole to tell me what's, what's going to happen locally. Well, I feel like even locally, like the governor is not doing a good job. Like I feel like our mayor has, has done decent, but I don't feel like the governor is doing enough. Like he needs to shut this whole state down. I think I think if, if Kentucky is- don't say it, don't go into Tennessee. Right, that's what I was about to say. I told my mom, I said, "Mommy, you can't come see me anymore because your man, your governor said for you not to visit Tennessee. Like you know it's bad." And yeah. I just feel like, just go ahead, shut everything down except essential work for two weeks hunker down, let's get this food out the store, let's buy up this stuff and sit in the house. These numbers are growing. This this ain't no joke. I, and it needs to be more than two weeks. I'm sorry. I think two weeks can work for China, so. <laughs> right, and so you have to, like, that's what I do. I kind of figure out what's going on in Italy and China to kind of give me a gauge. Now, that's kind of scary for me. Mm-hmm. Like, just because, so much has happened. I'm like, I don't want that to be in my home country, but at the same time, it's like we on the wave. I know. We are on the wave. So and then yeah, I just I look at it in the morning, get my briefing, and then from there I really don't I don't look at it like anymore. And then I listen to Science Versus podcast because they it's funny. Science versus I like them because they back their stuff up with facts. So some months ago, like maybe in the early fall, they did a what if scenario on if this happened. 
and for it to be happening and them reporting on it kind of trips me out. But they normally, if Dr. Fauci is available, they'll get him on. Because Dr. Fauci was in the What If episode, which tripped me oh, out. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to get some like real legit information, Science Versus podcast is a good one. Okay. And then even the other things that they talk about outside of this, because this isn't just their pod, the podcast on the virus. It They talk about some of everything having to do with, you know, science, health, earth, and all that stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, as long as I'm in the house, I ain't, I ain't worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know my area. <laughs> so I know my area's clean, and I still, you know, like, I had to check the mail the other day, and I just brought it in. I, I wiped everything off. I know mm-hmm. my neighbors is like, this Teffa is crazy. I wiped my mailbox off. And then I got the mail out with a glove and then I just left it on the floor. Like, what am I supposed to do with it? I sprayed it off with Lysol. I mean, because even the postal workers are testing positive mm-hmm. and you know, my immune system ain't worth nothing. Mm-hmm. So like, I got to be careful. So even my shoes, I leave my shoes right there at the door on the mat. They don't make it into mm-hmm. the house house. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's crazy. You have to be careful. And I, I urge everybody to be careful. Um, but and going stay your from ass the, in the house. I know. I went out today. Stay your ass in the house. I had to. I had to feel the sun. I would just, just to see the world. Like yesterday, I had planned to go to Percy Warner Park because I felt like if I go to the park, at least I'm with nature and just to, to be able to hear the wind blow, like the things, the birds chirping. The birds really help give me a lot of faith because they don't know where their next worm is coming from, but they always seem to find worms and they live okay that mm-hmm. I know of. Now, will they run into a car and be in the road for no reason? Yes. But the fact that I can look at the birds and know that God takes care of them, just like that um, verse in the book of Matthews talks about, then I know that God's going to take care of me through all of this, which is a great segue to the next part of the topic that we're about to discuss. Yes, I just feel like God is pretty much saying, sit your asses down, let me work on the earth, and yes. I'll figure all this out later. <laughs> Did you hear about all the smog in California, how much it's cleared up? Yes, and in China and in India, the fish yes. and the birds are coming back to the canals in Italy, like... The earth is healing itself, and that's totally fine. We should use this time to heal ourselves. Like, I feel like the earth is just taking some time for self-care. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. And so the next thing that I want to go over and discuss with the listeners is five ways to pursue your, pursue mind, body, and spirit health during the quarantine. And these things are all important. I think a lot of times we get so caught up in everything that's going on that we forget the things that we would normally do. Mm. And so the number one thing is to take your fitness online. Um, you can, there's, you can use YouTube, which is free. Mm-hmm. Um, you have so many people. On, first of all, them DJs, that is a workout right there. Dancing with the DJs at night. Mm-hmm. You could do yoga. You could, um, um, you could do dance classes. Somebody was teaching, um, salsa, Debbie Allen's been doing classes. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that you could do. I personally have a jump rope. You can get outside and jump rope and still be working out and getting some workouts in. Um, and those are all things that are important because that releases hormones that you need to help you feel better and be 
healthier. So if you were always a workout buff, don't stop just because the gyms are closed. You can get out and work out with no excuse. And I noticed since this has been that went down, like I see a lot more people in my neighborhood, like getting out and taking walks. Like I just see more people just being like, I, it's, I love it. I saw the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And that was little kids in my neighborhood playing on bikes, on skateboards. I'm like, y'all got these toys playing with the balls in the yard, playing kickball. Girl, mm-hmm. I ain't seen a kid play kickball in forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they always are in the house with these tablets. I guess they're burned out on the tablet. Now they're like, I got to do something. Because yeah. now the schoolwork is on a tablet or on a computer. They're over it. They're probably over like teched out at this point so like just to get outside and see them play that's important mm-hmm. like we and you not feel so, so isolated yeah we've sat out like as a family and played like board games out on the porch and yeah, last night we played uno so and like friday night we had we turned the fire pit on and just kind of hung out outside so that was nice. Yeah. I bet that was really nice. Yeah. I got some stuff. I could get out in my fire um, and get out in my yard and do this whole fire pit thing. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when it chills down a little bit, that would be nice and relaxing. Because girl, you know, I got a whole bunch of liquor left from the party. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I've been doing good. I haven't opened up anything. I have some orange wine that's been chilling in my refrigerator, but I know it's my last bottle before I have to like go to Crossville to the winery and get some more. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to hoard it I totally get it <laughs> but another thing you can do to help your mind and spiritual health is we have been having quarantine hour with my girlfriends and we get together and on zoom and we chat and we laugh and we kick it and we drink we have like a real virtual happy hour with your friends and we all talk we have topics that we discuss and when I tell you one of my friends woke up and she called me and she was like, girl, I was hungover this morning. I said, yeah, because you had like four glasses of whatever you were drinking. And then she was adding bourbon to it. I was like, yeah, I bet you was real good. But yeah, we had a good time. And so that's what important. to my invite link? Well, you told me you had to work. I, but I also said I can log in after oh, I'll try to log in. I misunderstood you. I thought you had to work. And so... I was thinking you were going to join us after work, but we were off the call by then. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just never got the the link to get into your meeting because otherwise I wouldn't have known how to get in. Oh, yeah, you're right. I apologize. That's completely my fault. I will make sure because, see, there was, there's been a group text going, and I know how you feel about group text. Yeah, So I tried to just kind of, like, level that off. And so, you know, you never know what's going to come out about it. But... I know how you feel. So I was like, okay, I'll just communicate with Daria. Okay. So, girl, that was really fun. We had some laughs and some giggles, and then we all went to sleep, I guess. (laughs) Some of us were still on the phone. So (laughs) the next thing is very important, which, girl, I had to get on the scale today because I need to make sure that that joker was moving in the right direction is to eat healthy. (laughs) It is very important to eat healthy during this time because it is summertime's coming and you do not want to get the the quarantine 20. Remember the <laughs> we old our metabolisms don't work the same honey so you got to eat healthy um it says to support local restaurants 
I get it, but uh, I don't know. These teenagers be making our food these days, and I don't know how I feel about that, even though I did go get some food yesterday. But I still prayed over it and washed everything. Girl, I even was watching, washing off my ketchup packets because I was like, mm. it just made me too paranoid. So do what you do. If you want to go out, go ahead and go out. Okay. So the next thing is to ease your mind. Many stresses, well, COVID-19 has introduced many stresses and to countless lives you can tell like so many people are beefing right now and it's not healthy to have this kind of stress in addition to everything else that's going on because mm-hmm. that's not gonna do anything but a mess with your immune system when you got real things to be fighting about mm-hmm. i personally don't have time to be fighting about a whole bunch of stuff so you just need to calm down you need to exercise um we can use that calm app that daria introduced us to mm-hmm. which is really nice because, girl, I got a lot of stuff I need to burn up. I need to put that in there today. It's happily not perfect. Oh, yeah, that one. That one. That's the one. I thought it was Calm. I must have downloaded the Calm app. I have my- Calm, too, but then they, they, I didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. And, you know, just to kind of do some self-care things. One of my friends reached out to me. She was like, I so miss seeing your face. So I'm going to come. <laughs> this is so cute. I will say this is like the cutest thing ever. I'm going to come in. I'm going to stay in my car and I'm going to pull up in your driveway and me and you are going to talk and we're going to stay in the car. Girl, I and thought I about gonna- that because somebody that I used to work with posted where it was like four moms who got together and they pulled in a parking lot and just sat in the back of their minivans and talked to each other. <laughs> I think that's I like, go to Tanisha's house and just pull in the driveway so we could talk. <laughs> But let's see what we could actually pull, go to the, the lake mm-hmm. and all of us can meet together and try to find parking spots by the lake. That way we're by the water, the wind is blowing, and that's got to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let's do that one day. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be today because it's last minute. But I say get together and do that with your friends. Yeah. And just do whatever it takes to make you feel good. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I actually went to Lowe's today because my normal routine during this time, because when you were like, I was telling you I was feeling blah, and you were like, well, I thought you would be working out in your yard, but it's so, it's been so rainy here. My yard is too wet because um, I have a drainage issue that I need to fix this year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've got to start doing some things. And my friend, my other friend was urging me, like, you have been in a house, you've been going through hard times this week. So you should go out and, and just practice care, like be very, very careful, take your mask, you know, wash your hands, have your hand sanitizer, be prepared to cleanse yourself as when you get back, but it's healthy for you to get out. And I really felt better. I felt Mm -hmm. like a person, like me personally staying in the house is not good. Like, I don't like it. I'm not made to walk around your neighborhood. (sighs) Yeah, I could. I could take a walk around my neighborhood. And even my even my dad was like, you and the dog need to go on a walk yeah. today and just do something. I don't know. I guess I was just, I was in a funk. Okay. I was in a funk. And so another thing that I am really thinking about doing is to find a new hobby, which I had kind of communicated with you about that last week about my new hobby, which was... Um, canning vegetables but she was like that's some old white lady if you want to do it it's fine 
I'm gonna do it. I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna learn from it and I will always have things canned. Even though this week some crazy person was canning some meat and I was like, "Mm, that sounds like that's gonna make their stomach hurt. It was raw too. I don't know about that. But people eat it. I don't okay. (laughs) It makes my stomach hurt just thinking about it. But find a new hobby. Find a new hobby and don't take any of this stillness for granted. Mm-hmm. It's a reason why that is still like open your wi- girl. I open my, I have really bad allergies, but I open up the, those windows and I let that pollen blow in and girl, it was everything just to feel that wind blowing mm-hmm. and just appreciate it. Not every, not all of this stillness is bad. It's not, not at all. Yeah. Right. Just find a balance between everything that's going on in the world right now and pray. Pray, talk to God, meditate, whatever you do spiritually to help your body, get you some sage, get you some stones in your pocket, whatever you got to do. But find that spiritual balance to help you get through this. Mm-hmm. Also, it boosts your immune system. Yes. So that's pretty much all I have. Do you have anything you would like to share about things that you can do to help your spiritual health and mind and body? Uh, I know tonight, and by the time this comes out, it'll been unpassed, but there'll be other concerts coming. Me and me and my husband going on a date tonight to see Anthony Hamilton on Instagram. So, <laughs> I, girl, let's, did we talk about my date last time? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Yes, y'all need to do this. It is so fun. Even though we did it over the phone kind of date, this is that's nice. Mm-hmm. That y'all should get dressed up and everything. I was thinking about that, but I still gotta work. <laughs> well, get dressed up. Still put something on. Put on a cute shirt, some earrings. Put on some makeup. Just do it up. You'll you'll appreciate it later. It'll make you feel good. Okay, I don't feel bad. <laughs> no, not that it makes that you feel bad, but it you know how you know how like when you go on a date like a normal couple's date versus a couple that couple's date that you dress up for, how that feels different. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. I'm probably not gonna dress up, but I mean we're still going to enjoy it. We're he gonna put some chicken on the grill. I'm gonna be working and we're gonna enjoy Anthony Hamilton. Well, that, you know what, do whatever you got to do to have a great time and be coupling. Yes. Because this virtual coupling, girl, when I tell you, it is for the birds. But I understand. I don't want nobody to come see me. (laughs) The other day, girl, we went to the parking lot and we just talked on the phone. But I could look at him. Mm -hmm. And he could look at me. Mm -hmm. But I was like, "Uh, we ain't going, you can't touch me or nothing. Mm -hmm. You good. So that's where so we're at. Up next to you and talk. Um, it wasn't a parking spot available. Oh, okay. Eventually, okay. he did pull up next to me, and we were able to talk. But it wasn't a parking spot available at first. Okay. Okay. So. Oh. Okay. Well, we gonna transition on to talk a little bit about married at first sight. Um. So me and my husband watched it this morning. Um, for the latest episode for this past Wednesday, and we had some 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 cackles. <laughs> I bet, cause I I bet I cannot. <laughs> I did not get to watch it. I don't know what I was doing on Wednesday. 
I may have watched it and I may have just like not had it turned up. You know how I do with the TV. Mm-hmm. But um, I had planned to go back and watch it. It's been one of those things that I was trying to watch in the middle of the night last night because I was awake. Mm-hmm. But I didn't end up watching it. So I'm excited to hear what mm-hmm. happened because I watched it the week before and I was so excited about talking about that. But let's go ahead and I can only imagine what happened because of what happened the week before. Yes. So I'm going to start off with Michael Lamika. <laughs> Girl, now I will say Mika is is hardcore. I'm not going to take that away from her. Even, yes, even if Michael was not a liar, I still feel like her hardness, and I don't even want to say hardness, but her, I don't like this and that's what it is. Her delivery is hard. Yes. I feel like that's not going to serve her well in any future relationship that she has. I will say in watching this episode, it seemed like from the previous episode, maybe she took some tips on how to better communicate, like, and not talk at him, but talk with him. Because when she started the conversation, they were talking about what his salary was. Mm -hmm. So she held his hand and she was like, well, let's take the time to talk about our financial situation. This is how much I make. Here is my pay stub. You know, what are you making in your new position? So he showed her the offer letter and then pulled out a calculator and was like, but this is what it's going to be, you know, after taxes and everything. Like she's stupid. Exactly. And she said to that, well, most companies are not going to tell you what you're going to make after taxes and benefits because they don't know what you're going to claim for your, you know, declarations or whatever. So this number that you're showing me for the offer letter and what you're showing is like double digits, like this is too much. So what, what is your real salary? And so... He was like, well, this is what they told me and that's all I have to give. So we won't know till I get my first pay stub, which I don't have yet. And she was in in her confessional. She was like, I don't know if he think I'm stupid, but I'm a math major. Like my, my job is to know numbers. So I know it's not adding up right. Right. So he then wrote down a different number and she looked to the producer and was like, my track. I, I'm, I can't I can't do this no more because he's right. going to continue to lie. He's a liar and I'm done with it. Like, I cannot help him to tell the truth. Like, he needs a professional and I don't have a capacity to do that. I deserve more than this. I was like, yes. I was like, yes, Mika, girl. <laughs> and she, she's completely right. But I think, I wonder if, I wonder with Mika if she sensed the, the weakness in him and pounced on it because she knows that he's a like he's more of a sensitive person and so maybe she views that as him being a weak man and so she has to rise up as a strong woman to meet him where he's weak but it's almost like I'm not saying that you have to coddle him but if you come and direct that energy in a different way would he open up more but I feel like from the jump he has been hiding, shielding himself from the beginning. It's like he's kind of afraid for, he's he's presenting his representative to Mika, and that's the issue. 
that and that's what they get into in the episode so the i think dr dr pepper comes oh dr pepper yes so they talk about the situation and he begins to cry again and he's like you know since i was adopted like I always, you know, people would make fun of me. So I had to do things like uh, to defend myself. And that includes not telling the truth or presenting myself in a different way just so I can survive. And he was like, you know, that's all I, that's what I know. So <laughs> that's what I, in a nutshell, do. So Mika was like, you know, I understand that, but I'm your wife and you cannot continue to lie to me I know that's like your makeup but I just we can't we can't continue on if this is who you're gonna be and she even met with his sister and his sister further said explain like you know he's always presented himself differently because of the situation and Mika was like I totally I, I get that I've asked him several times why he is the way that he is but he's never answered the question so now I have clarification on that but at the end of the day he still needs to talk to a professional you know about why he is doing what he's doing and she's like I understand that you want to impress me I get that but I just you don't have to lie I just I want to see the authentic you and from there I can gauge whether or not I want to stay with you which it makes perfect sense like I don't I really don't know you because you've been lying and I, I think for me that's I don't know if I could deal with that yeah like if I was Mika, I get it. You got a trial period for you to decide whether or not you want to continue on the relationship. Mm -hmm. But I feel like at this point, you haven't shown me anything to make me want to continue with exactly. you. Exactly. So exactly. I'm not going to welcome this trash that you're presenting to me right now, because if this shit never changes, I yeah. can't deal with that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And if anything comes out of this whole experiment, for his health to be better and for him to be real with himself, that is, he won. And if she learns how not to be so abrasive and learns how to kind of simmer down a little bit and listen more, then she won too. But I think I, they don't need to be together. No, no. Because she, she, like, she even said he's not happy with himself. And I just... I can't change that like that that comes from within yeah I just think it's it's more so him everything that has led up to him being adopted and where he is now he can't he hasn't done the work to help himself to heal himself exactly exactly and he's he's not he's probably not gonna change he's a little stubborn too yeah. he's not even aware that he's so messed up I think he's aware he just don't know how to be different at this point you think he's aware of how crazy no, he is he's aware he said he's aware but he doesn't know how not to <laughs> always present his representative okay but how long can you use as an excuse that you're aware that you're fucking and that's up? the problem that's what that's i'm saying like i'm aware i'm aware i'm aware but are you really aware are you just saying that i think he's aware he just doesn't know anything different if you've been lying since your childhood and that's all you know that's it's not gonna change it's not gonna change overnight i'll say that 
Because no. at the core, that is who he is. He's a liar. Bless his heart. <laughs> and I mean that in a southern way. Yes. But it takes it takes your husband to mock him because that's hilarious. <laughs> well, I would like to um I'm sorry, Mika, that my my salary's only twelve thousand dollars. I mean, I was hoping for ninety, but they sent me an offer letter with twelve, but with my benefits <laughs> <laughs> But with my benefits I I, I and and the overtime and taxes, I hope to make a hundred and fifty thousand. Like Girl, when she threw that paper down, I was like, oh boy, oh boy, I cannot do, you know, like, I don't know, but I think she's really frustrated with him from the jump. Yeah, yeah. So then we have Brandon and Taylor, and Taylor's, mm -hmm. Taylor needs to pull that wig down, because it was, it was pushed too far back. She needs a wig grip. She needs a wig grip. She definitely mm -hmm. does. So I just feel like at this point they just turning it on for the cameras because do it for the gram. Yeah, they just doing it for the gram. And that's why I'm gonna leave them. Like they went to his old neighborhood and played basketball where he said he was a, an amazing basketball player, but never made a shot while they were playing basketball. You see my face? <laughs> <laughs> So, Ooh, child, tired of the bullshit, okay? Exactly. So I did they, watch it, by the way, because huh? I saw that. I saw them playing basketball. Mm-hmm. So, mm-mm. So then she's, like, asking him to compliment her because they went out to dinner. She was like, well, did you like the dress that I put on? It was my first time wearing it. And he was like, yeah, I told you when you were taking it off that it was a nice dress. And she was like, oh, well, you haven't told me that I'm pretty. And I was like, girl. Okay. So that was them. It wasn't, they just there. That's, that's how I'm going to leave them. Um, and then we had um, Austin and Jessica. Jessica finally said that she told Austin that she loves him. He, before she said it, said that he wasn't ready to say it. After she said it, said he wasn't ready to say it. And she feels a way about it. But I'm like, it's been five weeks. Get your expectations together, please. And if he, I, I don't know. Maybe, okay, I don't know if it's my age and my life events, but, like, wouldn't you want it to be authentic? Exactly. Because I don't understand why she is tripping up so much about this love thing. I don't know, because I feel like he's, he's, Mark, he's checking all the boxes. Like, he's going to get there. You know he's going to get there. So, girl, just She's go with the flow. From getting there. Because I would be like, I don't love you yet. <laughs> don't say it like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't love you yet. Like, we're working toward that. We are building a relationship. Mm -hmm. You build a house. Let's, we're at the foundation part. We done got the, we got the walls up. Like, we're working on stuff. Mm -hmm. Girl. Yes. I don't know. These people. Yes. This will get on my nerves. So. Because of her. So, he then, they then talk about how in his new job, he's going to have to travel more. So, he may be out for like two weeks at a time. And she. And saran wrap. Saran wrap. She had an issue with it. 
And I was like, well, you know, he just got into this role. Like he's made a transition. Like he's gonna, he's gonna have to do that for a little bit. So him better him do it now than later, you know? So she checked herself though. And she was like, you know, we talked about it. We had a little argument about it, but I got myself together and I know this is what it's going to be. And I can't be mad at him for that. So I'm glad she checked herself on that. And I think her biggest issue is her lack of confidence. It's self-confidence with her. Mm-hmm. Because like, what? why are you tripping about him traveling? Exactly. You should enjoy that time. She's clingy. She is. Enjoy that time to do what you're going to do. Figure out your fertility plan. Whatever you got to do, girl. But let, let it be what it is you need money coming in the house exactly you know he's in a a position to for growth and that is what you got to do to grow come on girl i guess that's my nickname saran wrap so the next couple is Derek and diabetes because that's that's still gonna be her name because she acting stupid so they go to his home to go through like his childhood items. This bitch got jealous over a homemade cooler that his college girlfriend made him that's still in the garage. And then she got mad over a poem that he wrote. He said either his uh, freshman or sophomore year in high school, the poem was about love. And she was like, how can you write something like this and not have been in love? And I'm like, I'm sure there was a, like a project or something where they had to like take from other poems to create a poem. So what? He don't love you yet. Yes. And she probably don't love you. It's okay. Exactly. And he had a life before he met you. He had a past. You know? Everybody does. And, yes. and you worried about you worried about shit that's in the garage and you actually talking to this dude. Thank you. Thank you. You got him. <laughs> he your husband. <laughs> he a whole husband. But you worried about some a cooler in the garage and a and a, a love poem. Yes. Yes. Girl, he don't love you yet. He don't he they get on my nerves. She get on my nerves. I know she gets on your nerves. She's on my last nerve. She's clingy too. She's yes. saran wrap. She's saran wrap number one. The other one's saran wrap number two, which I was really surprised that she's clingy like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was them. And we're going to go to Mindy and Zach. And Mindy broke up with Zach. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Girl, you can't see my little dance. <laughs> Holy Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for giving her the strength just to walk away. Yes. Yes. It took her friends because she met up with her friends and she was telling them, you know, how he's supposed to be meeting her four non-negotiables. And one friend was like, but he's not being honest with you. He's calling at your friend. Yes. And then her Asian friend called the other friend because she, she, she put it all together. She was like, cause you know, Zach wouldn't tell her where he got the information from about the guy wanting to pick her up from the airport. Uh-huh. So the friend put it all together. She was like, I mentioned that to her. So I know she told him about that situation and that's what did it for her. Yes. The Asian friend was like that bitch. 
You gotta be kidding me. Yes. <laughs> I saw that coming though. <laughs> Who else would he get that information from? You know, I didn't know. I always thought he was bullshitting the whole time. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know wh where it came from or maybe at some point I walked out the room. I was just like, oh, he lying. I mean, it's just him. He's mm -hmm. always lying in my eyes. Mm -hmm. But you know what, girl? Did you come pick me up at the airport or was you even available? Exactly. Exactly. You, said, you won't even live with me because mm -hmm. my hair oily and I don't take baths. <laughs> so you won't even sleep in the bed with me and you my husband to death do us part. But no, it was to baths do us part. Bath do us part. Yes. That's the name. <laughs> that's the name of the podcast. To Bath do us part. Oh Let God! Okay. <laughs> right, to best do us part because that'd be serious, girl. That's yes. crazy. Yes. So then Dr. Pepper came and talked to him, and when he when she first came in, he was acting like everything was normal and that they hadn't broke up. And Dr. Pepper was like, "I talked to Mindy. I know that y'all are not together anymore. Like, why are you acting like y'all still together?" <laughs> He's so fake. He is so oh my gosh, just the looks on Dr. Pepper's face, like, you could tell she just wanted to laugh the whole time, like, I know you lying, come on. Fake, just fake, doing it for the gram. Yes, yes, yes. So that was pretty much it, you know, he was still talking to Circle, she had a divorce party, and that was it. Yeah, so she did have a divorce party? Yeah, or a breakup party, I, whatever, okay. yeah. She was like, I cannot continue this. I'm surprised she made it that long because I would have rolled out. I know. You don't want me. Yeah. Let's yeah. just be done with that. Like, I'm not going to give a man an opportunity to not want me and doing it on national TV, too. Exactly. And it tripped me That's out. That's what we would make. It tripped me out with her because it was like, how, why did you let it go on this long? And she even said to him, like, I gave you my heart. I'm like, when could you have given him your heart? Like, y'all really didn't hang out like that. He didn't even want to hang out with you off camera. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. Well, that was it for them. I can't wait for next week. It looked like Derek and Katie going to get into it over him talking to Taylor. Mm, mm, mm. Girl, these people, honey, they be killing my nerves. Yes, girl. but I love the show. We talked about the show on our little quarantine hour too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was so. That's that's probably no. I I actually saw some clips of it. I don't think the volume was turned up because okay. I prefer to watch it on my tablet at night when okay. I get ready to fall asleep. That's just mm -hmm. how I like to watch the show. I don't know why. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, um. You got anything else? I don't have anything else, y'all. You know, relax. Try to get through this thing. I say use this time to also figure out what you want to do. Your downtime to figure out what you want to do in your career. Yes. Pray yes, about that. Meditate on it. Figure it out. <laughs> find a find a um a career coach. Yes, and I'll list everybody um in the show notes. Um, along with the YouTube page for the career person on there that I like. And, um, and, and if I'm, if we want to give like a tip for the couples out there, get on these Instagram concerts and make it a date night. Yes. Make it a date night. Mm -hmm. I've had fun with my virtual stuff and 
with your if you're single and you got girlfriends and you want to kind of like connect with somebody get your friends together y'all drive to the park and y'all can talk to each other in your cars whatever the case may be figure out get creative of how you can socialize and do things exactly yes so definitely check us out on um, Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, anywhere you listen to your podcast, and we're on all the socials. Um, and just check us out on Instagram at um, It's Not a Fairy Tale. Um, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.